When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we are back for another bread and wine, and this time again, uh, we did it a couple weeks ago. We tried to record it. This time, we are recording it. Hopefully, this works out. If not, we'll eventually get the video recording down. But hey, what are you going to do anyway? This is a candid conversation between my lovely wife Nicole. Cheers, baby. Cheers. And myself, and we talk about oh well, talk about stuff that's going on in our lives. We're a married couple and trying to figure it out every day so uh last week we discussed that nicole will be taking charge of every topic going forward due to popular demand in this household uh not popular demand uh, in general but uh, uh popular demand in this household so uh, that's because i bring the differences you do you bring the, the flair table. andy just talks about Andy likes the fluff and the unicorns and the <laughs> unicorns happiness i do like happiness and unicorns and i'm like Let's talk about this fight we had. Yeah. <laughs> Bring up the dirty stuff. I like it. I like it. Dirty laundry. Dirty Here laundry. Air it out. Well, on that note, shall we air the dirty laundry? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> um, this is turning into like the airing of grievances. That's right. right? Uh, uh, Festivus. Uh, Festivus. Yes, that's right. The the Festivus we, we, need a, we need a metal pole, right? <laughs> For the rest of us. <laughs> Okay, so this week I want to talk about something that um, a friend of mine who listened, well, I don't even know if he listened to any of your mm-hmm. actual uh, episodes, but what he did was I told him that you had a podcast and he was like, oh, let me look it up. And he looked it up on iTunes and he read through some of the titles. Yeah. And a couple weeks later when I saw him, he mentioned something, we were in a conversation um, and I don't remember what it was about. It doesn't really matter. He, he, he said a side note. He was like, but I'm not like your husband who, um, only likes to like cut down on expenses. Right. He's like, I continue to want to make more money. Hmm, yeah. And I'm like, Hmm, well, I think my husband is all about doing both. Yeah. I mean, and he's like, well, I read some of the titles of his podcast and I kind of understand what he was, you know, I got the gist of it mm-hmm. and I'm just not on board with that sure. kind of, yeah, you know, financial sure. saving and, and, you know, he's like, I just, I, I'm always going to try to make more money. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay, interesting. I'm like, I think I know what Andy would say to that, but mm-hmm. I, I want to know your words. Okay. So here's the question. Sure. What's more important? Cutting down on expenses and saving, you know, and being cutting down on expenses basically, or making continuing to make more money. And mm. you can't say both. 
Yeah. You know I want to say both. I know you do. Because, of course. I mean, that's that makes the most sense, you know. Well, if I had to pick one or the other. Of course. Anybody would say a little bit of both. But sure. you have to lean one way or the other. Okay. And if it has to even be 51% to 49%, which one is more important? More important. I would say I'm on camp make more money uh, because mm. if you can increase your income while doing things that you like, you can get a lot more out of life, which is fun. And... I, maybe the titles that he saw were not, you know, conducive of all the stuff we have on the show. We, we talk about how people become millionaires and how you can create different side hustles for yourself and how you can negotiate at your office for, for more money. And that's a big part of our success. I don't think we um, penny pinched our way to, to paying off our mortgage or any of the cool things that we did. I, think it was a lot of increasing our income and growing well, our income. Mine decreased to zero for about five years, hey, but that, you increased by four times since we got married. Yeah, like, yeah, big time. I mean, we got married and I was making like $60,000 and, you know, I think I got close to 200000 at one point, you know. So, yeah, mm -hmm. increase your income because that could do a lot more than, you know, saving money on groceries or clipping yeah. coupons or, you know, downloading an <laughs> app that gives you rewards. Okay. So it's interesting that you say that though, because a lot of what we've done has been cutting expenses. Yeah. Like for example, I think you are on, well, we both are in the camp of pay off your mortgage. Sure. Even if, I mean, we had like a, a very low interest rate. We yeah. had like a 3%, 3% interest rate. Yeah. So somebody who is all about making more money as opposed to saving money mm -hmm. would probably be in the camp of don't pay off your mortgage, take that extra money, invest it, and you could make a lot more than 3% sure. in the stock market. However, you chose to do the cutting expenses. So how do you reconcile that decision if you're saying that you're more about making more money? Hmm. Well, I the, the difference maybe between me and your friend is that I really did not like what I did. Mm. And by cutting our expenses, it gave us both an opportunity to pursue things that we were interested in. In the beginning, when we cut our expenses to pay off our debt, we were able to allow you to go to part-time and then eventually a stay-at-home mom. And then we continued to do that 50-50 path and paid off our mortgage, which eventually led for me to pursue work that I love. So by cutting I expenses or by, I guess, I'm not, not even going to say cutting expenses. It's just living on less than you make, honestly. Right. It really is. Well, no, but cutting expenses, right? Like we're not tied to a mortgage sure. payment each month. Yep. We're not tied to car payments each month. Eliminating obligations. Eliminating obligations. Yes. Yeah. So, and I like that because it, I feel like it just, you and I are not gamblers. Like right. we don't like, we don't, we cannot um, handle that unknown, um, like the amount of stress that we would feel about the potential of losing our jobs, yeah. I think would outweigh the benefit of, um, how do I say this? Okay. So when COVID happened, for yes. example, um, and obviously I was like, well, I could lose my job at any second because, mm -hmm. you know, well, who knows? I might not be needed or, you know, marketing might go under or um, whatever. And you worked in the events industry. Had you still worked at George P. Johnson, yeah. you would have been terrified. You probably would have gotten laid off. Yeah. Me focusing on only growing my income at my job would have done me nothing. Would have done Because you the nothing. industry 
yeah. went away. The person who took over my job after I left lost her job right. shortly after. So, And the amount of stress, even if you didn't get laid off, and even though I didn't get laid off mm-hmm. during that time, the amount of stress... Um, that we feel, I think, takes years away from our lives. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it does. Absolutely. It, it, um, yeah, it does. It, it weighs on us heavily. Some people are okay with that. You know, they, they, it doesn't impact them as much health-wise or stress-wise. Like, some people can just handle more of the unknown. But you and I, I mean, you and I hate gambling. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that tells a lot. Um I th- yeah, I think I was. I think I've always been nervous about when I started to make six figures. We're I immediately got. Strong. I immediately got nervous about it. I'm like, well, this can't last. Yeah, and maybe that is a maybe that's a problem for me. Maybe that's something that I need to check in on. Well, we just have a higher level of anxiety yes. than somebody who loves gambling and taking chances. Sure. And so the fact that we decided to pay off our mortgage and not have car payments, I think, was. Um, it made us feel better on the day to day and it made us feel less stressed um, and just made us happier on the day to day level than it would have if we had put that money into the stock market and made 20%. Even if we made 20% at the end of the day, at the end of this roller coaster ride, we would have had the stress of the roller coaster ride. Yes. And And so the fact that we just had this nice trolley ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) was worth the the you know the fact that we only uh essentially had you know made three percent on that money or what i don't know how the math worked out but we eliminated the three percent that we eliminated three percent we could have made seven more percent sure but at what cost at the cost of the stress of that amount of Mm -hmm. you know of those years and it would have taken years off of our lives i think and it's not like we weren't investing during that time period either we were maxing out my 401k we were maxing out our roth iras Oh, you never started the timer. That's okay. <laughs> what time is it? This is the timer. This is the timer. <laughs> okay, sorry. We maxed so, yeah, out we our maxed, Roth IRA. We maxed out our, our 401ks, our Roth IRAs. We started investing in HSAs. You know, we have uh, half a million dollars in investments right now. <clears throat> so right. I think we did both. I think we earned a lot of money. I think we invested a lot of money. And we paid off obligations that made us nervous. Right. And yeah, I mean, honestly, the mortgage thing is not for everybody. I'll say that. And there's no, there's no, you, you should pay off your mortgage or you're dumb. It's like, no, do, do whatever feels right to you. If, yeah. if paying off your mortgage sounds like, man, that's a waste of money. I'd rather be investing. Do that. Like your brother, Mike, I feel like can handle stress and it just does not bother yeah, him, absolutely. you know? Yeah. Um, and so for him, I would say absolutely do not pay off your mortgage, yeah. Yeah. put it in the market. Yeah see what happens because you'll probably make more. And if Absolutely. it doesn't bother you during the roller coaster ride, if you like that thrill, yeah. that's the smarter way to go. I mean, I was really emotionally impacted by the first home that I bought. I, I bought it. I put too little down and I immediately felt house poor. I felt like I, I actually it was felt 50% of my income was going towards owning a home, mortgage, paying bills, the heating bill, things that were breaking all the time. I couldn't go out with my friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden this home was like owning me. 
So by the time you sold your CDs, yeah, That's sold, my favorite. yeah, I needed to sell my <laughs> CDs and DVDs to pay my heating bill because I was like running out of money. Yes, I was still going to the bar and things like that. So I don't want to make it sound like too what was me, but I was. I, that's when I started to rack up more debt with my home equity line of credit. I borrowed my student loans. I, pay, I, I yes, I went to school with the student loans, but I also bought stuff that I wanted, like your engagement ring. Like yeah. I was trying to live a lifestyle that my home wasn't allowing me to do. So when we came around for the second opportunity to buy a home, I'm like, I never want that home to own me again. I want to dominate that right. thing. Because sometimes home ownership can feel like a handcuffs. You right. know, like if you're stuck in a <clears throat> huge mortgage that's like, well, I would want to do that thing, but this mortgage, you know, mm-hmm. I, I never wanted to feel like that. And and it's I did house feel poor, like that. Isn't it? Isn't that the, Absolutely, the yeah. term house poor? Or just like, you know, being stuck. Because mm-hmm. you can't afford the other things you want to do. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're in a we situation. We probably could have afforded a million dollar home. Yep. It, uh, but you wouldn't have been able to quit your job and yep. um, try this entrepreneurship. Kept... Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I hear you. You know, I, I think there's I think there's winning sides to both. I think what and my, maybe I'm cycling back what what a cutting your expenses can do decreasing your expenses can do for you is it gives you more control mm-hmm. when you say I'm happy and I can live on this amount that's powerful now if you're not happy living on what to call it forty thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars a year then don't do that like I think our range we're about sixty to seventy thousand dollars per year where we're like we feel pretty good at that yeah. and that's without a mortgage so I mean if people had mortgage that might be more so. We're typically on, you know, for America, we're on the more lush side, but we are enjoying things. We like vacations. We like doing stuff. We like having activities with our kids. We like throwing birthday parties, like what we're planning right now, actually, outside these doors. And that makes us happy. Right. And so I think people just have to find that however much makes them happy. Yeah. And find that. And once you've found that level, yeah, you know, maximize your income as much as you can. Enjoy more or invest more so that you don't always have to work and whether a job you like or that job goes away, it's good to protect yourself. Yeah. So what would you say to the people who cut their expenses so much that they, you know, because there's a lot of people that you've interviewed yeah. um, and that are in your, you know, your financial community who have decided that it's more important to cut their expenses. And so they'll live in an Airstream, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I mean, I don't know. Most of them seem to not have kids. I'm not sure whether they don't want to have kids, therefore that lifestyle works for them, or if they're deciding that I don't want the expense of having kids, you know, like all that that comes along with that. Um, but like, what would you say to the people who have cut their expenses so much that they have early retirement, Mm -hmm. um, but they're living, you know, I don't know. I mean, they're not as happy with the the early retirement, the brown banana thing, like, like they have to buy the brown bananas at the grocery store. Well, I think sometimes, (laughs) yeah, I hear you. Sometimes people push for a goal and then when they get to that goal, they're like, well, this isn't all that I thought it might be, you know, earlier I left my job and that's great, but I feel like I'm so tight now that I can't enjoy life or I got, I got to this goal, but what did I leave behind in order to make it happen? And <clears throat> at that moment, I think the idea of early retirement needs sort of a, a refresh because nobody really wants to 
I don't want to say nobody. A lot of people, if they are able to retire in their 30s or 40s or 50s or whatever, will enjoy maybe a period of time of doing nothing because that's lovely because maybe they were doing too much. But then after a while, they're like, all right, what am I going to do now? Whether that's writing a book or starting a small business or, you know, giving back. Uh, What are the things that give you purpose that you want to do? And if you play your cards enough right, you can make some money doing those things. And those things can help you maybe enjoy a little bit more life today and spend a little bit more money that that Mm -hmm. make you both you and your spouse happy. So I I found a lot of that. And I think a lot of the the, the fire folks in my community or my friends would agree that after they've reached that, that mark, they're like, okay, cool. What's What's next? What's next? You know, what's yeah, uh, what's something that can make you happy? Yeah, because if you retire at 30, you're kind of like, mm, Yeah, oh, and maybe you're in a job that you hate do. so much that early retirement sounds like the only solution. Right. But there's a lot of other avenues you can take. You can look different, other, take a different job. You can take a sabbatical. Maybe just take some time off and then go back. And you're like, okay, it wasn't wasn't as bad as I thought. I just needed a break. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think... Um, I don't think there's one right way to do it. And I think that everybody needs to sort of test the waters and decide what's right for them. But mm-hmm. um, I think both increasing your income and decreasing your expenses are of powerful. Of course. <laughs> but. If I had to choose one, I think increasing your income, as, as long as you're able to, gives you the most options. But doing so with something you love. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what gives you the freedom to find that out. If you didn't happen to do that right after college, controlling your expenses, cutting down your expenses. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, okay. So key takeaways. Sure. Key takeaways. So key takeaway number one, I would say, uh, is, you know, deciding whether, whether or not, um, you agree with us, right. Whether, whether you also think, that cutting your expenses is secondary to making more money. You you have to figure that out for yourself. And I think the things that you that factor into that are h- how comfortable you are with like risk and gambling and um, the stress of the anxiety of the everyday life because it really is all about the journey. It's not the, about the destination. It's not about the fact that. After ten years, you got ten percent on on your money. It's about how did how did that last ten years feel to you? Were you happy through that last ten years? Were you overall anxious and upset, and a lot of your life deteriorated because of the stress that you right felt through that ten years? You know, so you have to figure out. I guess if you are a gambler and you are okay with risk and all of that. Maybe making money is your priority over saving money or over cutting expenses. And if you like what you do, good on you. You keep 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 earning that money at that place or that or the career or the job that or right. business that you have that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But if you are kind of a stress case, <laughs> like yeah. you and I are, then we didn't like what we. Did. You probably want to cut down on your expenses before you start focusing on. Uh, making more money. Yeah. Or I mean, you're doing a little bit of both, but you want to cut down on your expenses so that you have the freedom to not feel stressed about making more money. You right. have the the ability to make more money if it if it happens. Yeah. Right? I agree. I agree. Okay. So that was a really convoluted no, I key liked takeaway. It. I liked it. Number but the key takeaway is identify 
your level of stress as it relates to gambling. And that will yeah. tell you whether you should be on the camp of... When you say gambling, when you say gambling, you're talking about uh, having being in an industry that might go away and or investing. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I guess just the amount of risk. Sure. The amount of risk you're comfortable with. If it's super high and you're fine with that, then then you should be in the camp of making more money is more important mm-hmm. than cutting down on expenses. Sure. If you are more conservative and you can't you you get more anxiety over, you know, the the roller coaster ride of I could lose my job, I could my car could get repossessed, I could lose my house. If that gives you anxiety, I think you should cut down expense on expenses. You should pay those things off so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So that you can enjoy every single day. I like it. All right, that, well, that, okay, that's a really long-winded that key takeaway. Well, number two, I'll say is it's okay to focus on both. <laughs> I know you don't <laughs> want me to, but it's okay. Look at both camps. Which ones can you pull a lever on? Are you? Is it easier for you to make more income if you put a little more time in? Maybe you don't have kids right now, and you're like, hey, I'll put in some extra hours, and I can make a bunch more money. Or are you in that position where it's like, I don't have that much time. To, to make more money, but I, it's sure easy for me to like figure out how I can shop at a different grocery store for a little bit because I need right. to make ends meet. Yeah. You know, uh, what's your stage in life? Can you pull one of those levers easier than the other? And if you're not able to focus the time and energy to make more money, that's okay because saving money, it's the same thing. You're just not spending it, mm-hmm. you know? And obviously, I always like to talk about ways to save money that it doesn't <clears> hurt. <throat> so much like right if you're not using a subscription service that yeah. you haven't used in a while cancel that that right. doesn't hurt you know <laughs> yeah or you know uh, finding a different way to to haggle down uh, your comcast bill or your verizon right. bill like my mom just sent me a text today because i helped her to decrease her verizon bill from 300 dollars to 150 dollars. same service she was just on a legacy plan like that's yeah. a great way to save so money. So it was like a, a half an hour, half phone an hour call. phone call with Verizon saying, "Hey, yeah. my parents have been on this plan for ten years. Like, is there anything else that could save them some money?" Oh yeah, they could be on this plan, and it saved them one hundred and fifty bucks a well, month. Yeah, thanks. So that's like, what I mean by saving reach money. Out to you to tell you how you can save money. But I never yeah. want a brown banana our life. I want to be able to find the ways that right. that are that are you know that we can save money that don't take away our joy. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. So that's I want yellow bananas, but yellow I just bananas. want them for thirty cents exactly. instead of ninety nine cents. Exactly, same banana. <laughs> All right, you got to take okay. away three. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Key takeaway three. I got one. Ooh, please you're... do. Okay. Well, takeaway three <laughs> is that I think there's a best of both worlds. You can find work that you love doing. Like I feel like I've transitioned into a career or a business right now that maybe I'm not making a ton of money right now, mm-hmm. but the opportunity for growth is gigantic. That's what I was going to say. It's gigantic. <laughs> oh, that was your third? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Nicole just said that. I didn't say that. That was her. But I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the whole point. I'm in, I'm in year one of doing this full time, right? And yeah, year one maybe wasn't so impressive. I'm going to give a little bit of shout out to coronavirus for that, but <laughs> maybe that's an excuse. Anyway, year two, three, four, and five, look out world, because here I come. Right. Okay. I feel satisfied. You feel satisfied? Mm-hmm. Well, cheers. We're not done, but I feel like we've been talking for 30 minutes, so. I think we're over 20 now. And based on that, everybody, Andy, thank you so much. I think we got now a, empty. I, I apologize. I, inter- I interrupted you. I told <laughs> the guys that I wouldn't no, interrupt I you. No, I did. <laughs> I interrupted you. <laughs> 
Andy, my yes. glass is now empty. I love it. I love it. Nicole, if, if people want to get back to us and just tell us how we're doing, a good place to do that is on marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. Or as I post this to YouTube, please post in the comments. Let us know how we're doing. If you like this format, am, am I showing my like socks too much <laughs> or anything like that? Uh, let us know. Or leave us a comment on social media at Andy Hill MKM. And this is, it's great fodder for the show, so we know how things are going. Uh, and the show is over. The show is over. We just spilled a bottle of wine on the floor. Our glasses are empty. And the bottle is now empty. Jeez.